Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. It's July 19th, 1990. And another remarkable event is about to be uncovered by... Aria, Rebecca, and Ali. The Retrospectors. It was on this day in 1990 that the Mars company made the decision to change the name of the Marathon Chocolate Bar to Snickers to bring the product in line with the rest of the world. Now, Snickers have always been called Snickers in Australia, but Ollie, I guess you must be just old enough to remember the bar being called a marathon and Rebecca, probably you do not remember that. Yeah, I guess that's right. It's extremely pleasant. <laughs> and yes, you're correct. I am a, I am just about a child of the Snickers era. I do remember it being like a surprisingly popular topic of conversation. But then I was 10, so thinking back on it, I suppose 10-year-olds are particularly moved by what a chocolate bar is called. <laughs> Latest in candy developments. You're right on top of it. <laughs> yeah. But actually, it's one of those, like, having worked in phone-in radio, it's like an absolute, like, the reason it's a cliche, like, what's your favourite biscuit if you're doing a phone-in at two in the morning, is people do have strong feelings about these brands. And this has been evidence, hasn't it, in recent years when they've re-released Snickers as Marathon as a publicity drive here in the UK. And it's obvious, A, that the public still really want to buy it called Marathon, not just for nostalgia, but because they really prefer it. And B, the weird kind of manosphere backlash there is about them having changed the name in the first place. Right. Um, this is a comment, and a typical comment that I found online. Um, <laughs> yes, they appealed to men, just like the Yorkie bar and the truck driver. A committee of European wishy-washy liberal lefty metrosexual lycra-clad Eurosoft advertising executives must have had a hand in this. I mean, to be fair, correct. Um, the same people who buy men products that take you two hours to get ready to go to work using moisturiser and wrinkle creams feminised the marathon chock bar into a chick bar. Has anyone ever seen a woman eat one? I rest my case. Chock bar into a chick bar is pretty good. <laughs> it's really heavily predicated on the idea that women can't and haven't run marathons. Uh, uh, yeah, yes, good point. Was one right. thing. But the marathon bar was at the centre of an odd rumour online that it was changed because the EU didn't want it to be named the same name as this Greek city, which is completely not the case at all. It was, as you mentioned, Ariane, just bringing the product into line with what it was called in the rest yeah, of the world. Yeah, but that is because of the EU, to be fair. Like, let's be clear about this. <laughs> the EU single market was looming in 1992 so in 1990 lots of these american global corporates were like let's create there's a phenomenon called euro brands let's assimilate all of our titles into being one thing so that they can sell across the 325 million consumers and 12 countries of the eu that is why oil of ulay became olay it is why palm olive vastly reduced the amount of products that they sold in england and france it's so that it was consistent everywhere so that is why they did it but it's also for corporate reasons so that companies can run one kind of advertising campaign all around the world and profit from it internationally. So you don't have to go, oh, you know, get some nuts, get a Snickers, or if you're in the UK, get a marathon bar, just to be clear what we're talking about, you know, that, that it kind of does create that sort of brand identity. And in a time where people are traveling all the time and they want to be able to get their favorite chocolate bar everywhere, presumably there's some sort of benefit to that 
yes, in a globalized marketplace, it makes sense for brands to share names across the world. And an example of how confusing it can get when they don't is to be found in the fact that the first big success of the Mars company wasn't the Mars bar, or it was the Mars bar, (laughs) as we call it. In the US, it is and has always been called the Milky Way, which if you're in the UK, you know the Milky Way as a different chocolate bar altogether, which in the US is called Three Musketeers. And to get to why the Snickers was called the Snickers and in turn why the marathon was called the marathon. Apparently, Frank Mars had started out quite poor to the point that his first wife, a woman called Ethel, left him because she thought that his candy business was going absolutely nowhere. So Frank Mars then married another woman, also called Ethel Bazali, and with Ethel too, he then founded what was to become the Mars Company or Mars Incorporated, and they created the Milky Way Bar, the Mars as we know it and that made him into a huge multimillionaire and he then had all of this money to throw around with new wife Ethel too and he took up a bunch of expensive hobbies including horse breeding Uh, and he didn't just get a few horses he got masses and masses of horses he bought up this 3,000 acre farm which he called Milky Way Farms and he ended up having like 100 people working on it this was in Tennessee anyway one of Ethel too's favorite horses was a horse called Snickers and she used to like to stuff him full of nuts (laughs) and dip his feet in chocolate history doesn't recount what the cause of snickers death was but maybe it was some sort of peanut chocolate related thing anyway snickers passed away and to commemorate snickers the very next invention frank mars made he called the snickers bar but in the uk snickers was thought to be too close to knickers and so Mm. they changed it to make it marathon over here it's amazing how we've all coped with that you know, tangential euphemism since 1990. I don't <laughs> I think it's ever no. been brought up as... I've never, I mean, I yeah. assume there's like a John Hegley poem or like Harry Hill's done a joke about Snickers <laughs> in your knickers, but really, I mean, maybe I left the playground just at the very point where it would have been common currency, mm. but I just feel like I haven't heard that gag that much. They didn't need to worry about it. And in the USA, despite having such an effeminate name, the Snickers was actually the sponsor of the 1984 Olympics based on this perception that, you know, these top athletes were just scarfing down a couple of Snickers to give them the energy they needed to do really good, you know, high jump. Well, it's not a perception, it's brand alignment, isn't it? They want to appeal to sporty men. So they think, well, you sponsor the Olympics, it gives you, it enlivens that pretense, doesn't it? It's like Usain Bolt and KFC. Well, <laughs> Even one step further than sporty men, warlike men also. In 1991, during the first Gulf War, a frozen Snickers bar was sent to every US soldier as a Thanksgiving present. So it really was like doubling down on this Hmm. idea that we're this all-American, tough guy chocolate because it's got peanuts in it. It's not just normal chocolate, like what women eat. (laughs) Whereas actually, it is, by the way, galaxy chocolate around the edge. That's what it is. Like, if it was made by Cadbury, it would have dairy milk around it. As it's made by Mars, if you buy a Snickers bar in the UK, it's dipped in galaxy. The ladies' chocolate. It's it's disguised as a man, but it's actually, it's that woman, you know, indulging herself in uh, sinful, orgasmic, smooth chocolate. That's what it's dipped in. Do you know, in 2008, they actually not just doubled down, but tripled down on the idea that this was the most masculine (laughs) bar ever when they released the Snickers Charged, which they just injected caffeine into it. 60 milligrams, to be precise, which is a bit less than a cup of coffee. When will men stop injecting caffeine into (laughs) random stuff like chocolate and shampoo? Is there anything you guys won't eat if it's treated with caffeine? 
A candle. <laughs> the company claims that they were just having it as a limited time special, and they said if it catches on, then we might continue it. Guess what? It didn't catch on, so it, it was a limited uh, short-term special. But it's a bit of a fudge, if you pardon the chocolate-based pun, uh, to suggest that they're tapping into kind of male physical sporting prowess. Really, what they're tapping into is locker room inadequacy. You know, it's the Mm. idea that you should eat Snickers to stay ahead of the pack, which is what's motivating that whole campaign, You're Not You When You're Hungry, Mm. is about... And I've seen an article in Campaign magazine where the advertising executive who was part of the creation of this campaign is, is quite open about what they were doing. They're tapping into male pack situations. You know, it's the locker room, it's the fight, it's the ball game. And they're saying usually you're a bit of a woman until you've had your Snickers. And it's all about fitting in, which actually caused increased global sales of 15.9%. Bearing in mind they were already the world's number one chocolate bar. That one campaign in 2010 really, really tapped into people's, like, panic. I uh, used to work with a guy who was a city stockbroker in the 1980s and Snickers Marathon at the time came in and they wanted to recruit and do a real ad with stockbrokers like set in the city and he was in it and he actually delivers a slogan it's on YouTube now and everyone used to play it to him all the time but he, he sort of goes oh when you know when I've got a busy day on the trading floor I have a Snickers it's packed full of peanuts but it's not too sweet which kind of became a catchphrase oh, in the God. office I feel sorry for people that are haunted by adverts they did in the 1980s. Oh, my God. I came across a source that said that the Snickers was not the first bar to mix chocolate and peanuts. Mm. According to the Encyclopedia of Junk Food and Fast Food, the recipe was built on the success of the incredibly 1920sly named Goo Goo Cluster oh, yeah. and, this is my favourite of all time, <laughs> Goldenberg's Peanut Chews. <laughs> <laughs> Neither of those are the sorts of names that you could consume on the trading floor, are they really? A goo-goo cluster. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Ollie Man, and when I'm trading stocks, I eat goo-goo cluster. <laughs> Tomorrow. Do you think it was weird to be the first Zaltzman that didn't trade salt? You know, the one who wanted to be an actor. <laughs> Love the show? Support the show. Patreon.com slash Retrospectors. Part of the ACAST Creator Network.